Hello there and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa, a passion for sport production where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashoms in Johannesburg, South Africa, and by Stuart Weir in the UK. And on this week's show, we speak to Leicester City's Nigerian midfielder, Wilfred Ndidi, on his football and his faith. Ndidi, who's only 20, has had a great debut season with the Foxes. He tells us about the African players at Leicester and tells us who he thinks is the funniest. Slimani. <laughs> Slimani is very funny, though his English is, is not so good, but he wants to talk. <laughs> Plus, we have your thoughts on who's been the best African in the English Premier League this season, and we assess the race to become English champions. Plus a word on Sunderland, the first team to be relegated this season, with several Africans in their squad. And that's a bit sad, because they've had six African players playing quite regularly for them. Well, that's all coming up on the show. Well, now the European leagues are in the closing stages, but there's lots coming up as far as African football is concerned. The group stage of the CAF Champions League starts next weekend. We'll be focusing on it on the show next week. The 2019 Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers begin in June. That'll be the first round of group matches, and then there's a nine-month break after that. In July, we have qualifiers for the 2018 CHAN, the African Nations Championship for locally-based players. The finals are being hosted by Kenya in January and February of next year. Well, the first round of qualifiers took place last weekend, and surprisingly, Malawi were knocked out by Madagascar, losing 1-0 home and away in their southern zone first-round qualifier. Well, I'd say Malawi are one of the stronger teams in southern Africa. This is not good news for them, Solomon. Yes, uh, Steve, uh, Malawi is definitely one of the stronger teams in southern Africa. They have uh, qualified for the Africa Cup of Nations twice, the last time in 2010. When you look at the southern Africa region, uh, they're definitely a force to be reckoned with. They've uh, won a couple of Kosafa trophies, did well in the regional championships. So it's, it's really, you know, a country that has been, uh, you know, doing well and love their football. I feel they are a nation that has produced some great players. They have great individual players. They don't have a strong league. Uh, they don't really do well. When you look at the Africa uh, Champions League or the uh, Confederations Cup, not yet. Not being able to qualify even for Chan, I think, would be a big, big setback for them uh, because Chan is an opportunity for local players to go out and get more experience and also showcase their talent and try to get Scots to uh, identify them, to get better opportunities and for younger players to come through. And uh, uh, it is indeed a very big disappointment for them not qualifying for uh, the championship. Sure. And Malawi appointed a Belgian coach, Ronnie van Geneugden, on a two-year deal. It seems like Malawi can't get it right with the coaches because when they go for a local one, there doesn't seem to be any joy of late. And when they take a foreign coach, they don't seem to be the right person. Yes, I think uh, Malawi has been gambling when it comes to you know, appointing coaches. And uh, the, the appointment of the recent Belgian coach to be assisted by Gerald Fieri, who last month was named interim coach. So uh, he was interim coach. That was uh, Gerald Fieri, a local coach. 
And before then, you have to remember also that there was uh, NS and Tawali. You know, I think when you look at the appointment and the role and uh, how long each coach stays, uh, the local coaches don't stay for a long time. And even the foreign coaches come in and stay for just a short time. I think but the local coaches are, equal, are also equal to the task. Because remember, most of the Malawian football players play their football in Malawi, in the local league. Yes, absolutely. So that's in Malawi. We hope the fortunes of the Flames will be revived. We'll focus on African players in Europe now, here on Planet Sport Football Africa. Shortly, our interview with Wilfred and Didi. But uh, before that, uh, one African on fire in Italy is Keita Balde, the Senegal winger, doing amazingly well, Solomon, with his club Lazio. Steve, it's is, is really great to see a, a young Keita Balde, uh, only 21, doing so much, you know. Uh, remember, he started his football career in Barcelona. Uh, last month, you know, April 23rd, uh, Keita scored his maiden hat-trick, contributing to Lazio's 6-2 trashing of Palamo. And there's so much that we would have to wait and see from him. And uh, Balde is only 21, such an exciting winger. Where do you think he might play in the future? We look at his history, starting with Barcelona. Maybe he belongs to clubs like Barcelona, top clubs, you know, Real Madrid, uh, PSG, Manchester United, Bayern Munich. Uh, maybe he belongs there. And we just uh, hope to see because I feel his future is very great. He is really mature already. Uh, he has gotten to a place right now where... Uh, he is beginning to score freely. He's beginning to contribute so much uh, to any team that he plays in. Uh, he has gotten a lot of experience. He has played, uh, you know, now over 100 times in the Serie A, that is. And, and trust me, we're going to see him in the Champions League uh, quite often, maybe very, very soon. And, and don't, don't be surprised if you get a few, uh, you know, clubs knocking on the doors of Lazio wanting him uh, for next season. You know, clubs that plays uh, in the uh, European Champions League. Yes, the Senegal and Lazio winger Keita Balde, a young player with a great future. Now, the 2016 English Premier League champions Leicester City are a club with a great liking for African players. Last season, Algeria's Riyad Mahrez was the English Player of the Year as he won the title with Leicester, although Mahrez hasn't been the same player this year. Leicester has uh, several other Africans of note. There's Nigeria's Ahmed Musa, Algerian Islam Slimani, Ghana's defender Daniel Amate and also Wilfred Ndidi the Nigerian who's only 20 years old and after joining this season, he's become a key player at the Foxes in midfield. Planet Sport Football Africa's Oluwashina Okaleji spoke to Ndidi about his football and his faith and first asked how all the African players get along and how they relate to each other, especially when their national teams are in action. Yeah, we, we laugh about it because uh, sometimes uh, Slimani always uh, tries to make fun of Nigeria and try to defend his country and say there's snow in Algeria. So that's his best word. <laughs> it, it was snowing in Algeria. It always snow in Algeria. What did Nigeria have? Only sun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny, you know, but it's, it's good for the relationship and uh, to to be close and know what's going on, yeah. Who's the funniest of all the African stars? Slimani. <laughs> Slimani is very funny, though. His English is is not so good, but he wants to talk. <laughs> so, like, my name, he doesn't know how to 
he, he, he pronounced the name like we we're fighting. Ndindi. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. And Maris. Uh, Maris is very quiet. He's a quiet guy. He just talk little and then that's all. But he doesn't say much, but he's a very quiet guy. So Slimani, he shoots with his feet and he shoots with his mouth. Yes, Slimani. <laughs> Even Musa is tired of him also. <laughs> so everywhere you've played, you've played in Genk where you had yeah. um, some African players as well. Yeah. And now you're here. You always have Africans coming with you or you're coming with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must just meet. The Nigerian fans, they always say that um, he doesn't talk much. And... Um, Sometimes some people say, oh, it's a good thing he doesn't talk much. Some people say, ah, let us know what he's thinking now, let us know. What... You're a quiet person, I guess. Yeah, I'm a quiet person to an extent, though. I only talk, like, much when I'm with people I'm used to, you know. But uh, when I'm outside, I try to listen more than I talk. That's a very strong thing to do because sometimes some people, I mean, you're in a position, you're a footballer, you earn good money, people expect you, drive fast cars, go out, do this, do that. That's not you. No, no, that's not me. I know where I came from. I know where I'm coming from. Looking at you, you sound like someone who really, really gives so much of your time to God. Every time we'll see you on Instagram and on Twitter, you're quoting the Psalms, you're quoting Proverbs, you're quoting stuff. What's your relationship with God like? My story alone is, is by God's grace, so I actually thank Him. But I don't really go and uh, do so much on thanking God on Instagram. Only sometimes I just put up caption and say, thank you, Lord. Though, But all these prayers, and I do it alone. I don't uh, try to expose and everybody think I'm a godly person, I'm a pastor, no. I just, it's between me and God. It's not between me and people, you know. What are your favorite books in the in the Bible, for instance? Uh, my favorite book is uh, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. And then when you look at um, the, way, the way your relationship is with God, when you pray to God, I mean, people will say, oh, I always ask God for money. I always, this one will say, oh, I ask God for long life. I ask God for good health. What do you seek when you speak to God? Actually, I don't, I don't, to be sincere, I don't really know how to pray. Like pray long and pray. But I just believe that what I say in my heart, no matter how I say it, he understands how, what I want, you know. So I just seek for his grace and mercy. And we pray his mercy and grace should follow you all the days of your life. Amen. Well, that's Leicester City and Nigeria midfielder Wilfred Ndidi speaking to Planet Sport Football Africa's Oluwashina Okaleji. Well, our European football expert Stuart Weir joins us on the line now. Uh, Stuart, uh, how would you assess the contribution that Ndidi makes to Leicester City? When Leicester City signed Onyinye Wilfred Ndidi from Racing Genk in Belgium in January. To be honest, I'd never heard of him. And he looked just like a squad player, you know, 20 years old. He started at the Natalia Football Academy, had only two seasons in Belgium. He has seven caps for Nigeria. But, you know, he just looked like someone they were adding to the squad. But what a find he has been. Don't forget, of course, that when he signed for Leicester, they were fighting relegation. And he got into the first team immediately and has held his place in the starting lineup and normally plays the full 90 minutes. He scored two goals, one in the FA Cup, a great shot from outside the box, and one in the league. 
and he's also played in all Leicester's Champions League games since he's been there. Now, last season, N'Golo Kante was arguably the most influential player in the Leicester City team, covering so much ground. You know, the joke is that the Leicester City midfield was Drinkwater in the middle and Kante on both sides of him. And I think that Leicester struggles this season have been due to three things. One, Riyad Mahrez losing his form. Two, Jimmy Vardy not scoring. And three, the loss of Kante in midfield. And the main reason for Leicester's improvement has been the signing of Ndidi. He's a similar type of player, and he has made an amazing impression on the Leicester City midfield. You know, for somebody who's just 20, he had amazing energy, stamina, strength, and has adjusted well to the speed of the Premier League. Now, contrast another transfer window signing, Mala Wagui of Mali, who was signed from Udinese in Italy. Age 26, much more experience, playing in Serie A. But he's not played in the league at all for Leicester and only one FA Cup game. Interesting what an impression indeed he has made. And frankly, the biggest problem I think that Leicester have is can they hold on to him or will one of the big clubs want to sign him at the end of the season? Well, really, thanks, Stuart. So Stuart thinking that uh, Wilfred and Didi will be a target of top clubs in Europe. Well, on Facebook and WhatsApp, we're asking, what do you think of Wilfred and Didi's contribution to Leicester City? Although he's only 20 years old, it's been a great season for him. And Stuart rates him as one of the very best players at Leicester City this season. Tell us what you think of Ndidi's contribution to the Foxes. So go on to our Facebook page, that's Planet Sport Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Well, this is Planet Sport Football Africa, brought to you by Passion for Sport. And you can download our app and listen to the show anytime. To download, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. Once you've downloaded, you can listen to the show anytime on the app and access past programs too. And you can listen to the show on our website, that's planetsportfootballafrica.com, and our Twitter handle is at planetsportfa. Well, now we turn to social media, and last week we assessed the performance of the African players in the English Premier League this season. Only Liverpool's Sadio Mane made it to the PFA Team of the Year. That's the team chosen by the Premier League players. But some others certainly did well, including Victor Moses at Chelsea, Wilfred Zaha at Crystal Palace and Yaya Toure with Manchester City. So we asked, who do you think have been the best African players in the English Premier League this season? Well, to Facebook first, and Yaya Mesut Balde says, I'm a Chelsea fan, but Sadio Mane is arguably the best in the league this season. Then I'd go with Idrissa Gay of Everton as the second best African player. Uh, thanks for that, Yaya. Uh, Fabrice Sibefe in Cameroon says, Sadio Mane is the man. And what's up? Amadou Dumbaya in the Gambia says, For me, Victor Moses has been the outstanding African player in England this season. He's one of the players in the Chelsea team that have contributed a lot in helping Chelsea to be where they are today on top of the Premier League. 
Barnabas Ande in Nigeria agrees, saying Victor Moses deserves to be up there. This season he has been a phenomenon. Yaya Toure's been a bit part player this term and deserves to be out of the team of the year, says Barnabas. But what is Sadio Mane doing in the team of the year? Zaha still has a lot to improve on, although he is still on track. Ishmael Saidu Kanu in Sierra Leone is in no doubt. I think Victor Moses has done well this season. He's helped Chelsea to top of the table and they're on the verge of winning the league. He's been consistent so far and his impact in the team has been superb. So that's my African player for this season in the Premier League, Victor Moses, says Ishmael. Daniel is a Chelsea fan in Ghana. Well, the English Premier League has been fun this season, says Daniel, full of ups and downs for some African players like Andre Ayew and Zaha. As a Chelsea fan, I'll choose Victor Moses ahead of the other contenders. He's been a revelation for us Africans and for Chelsea fans worldwide. He's one of the main engines for Chelsea, says Daniel. Samba Anes in the Gambia says my best African players are Victor Wanyama at Tottenham and Liverpool's Sadio Mane. Yeah, I'd agree. Certainly Wanyama deserves a mention there. Mohamed I. Kinte in the Gambia also picks the Liverpool forward. For me, the Senegalese Sadio Mane has been outstanding. If you look at Liverpool without Sadio Mane, they're struggling. So we can say he is the best African player in the English Premier League this season, says Mohamed. Thompson Piri in Zambia agrees, saying Sadio Mane deserves to be in the team of the year. Another fan of the Liverpool striker is Rex Rose Carbgo in Sierra Leone. For me, it's simple, says Rex. Sadio Mane is the best African this season. Behind him, I can say the next would be Eric Bailly of Manchester United, because this is his first season in England, and so far he's been the backbone of the Man United defence. Mamadou Jallo in the Gambia agrees, saying I will go for Eric Bailly. Coming from Spain to be a regular with Man United is something outstanding for him. Desmond Tunde Coca in Sierra Leone says, make no mistake about it, it's Sadio Mane. He's been excellent this season with good performances, which have kept Liverpool in the race for the Champions League. With such great performances, he could be Africa's best player come next season. Well, we're welcoming your voice notes on WhatsApp. Here's Ebrima Amber Barrow. Well, it is obvious that Sadio Mane is the best African player in the Premier League this season. But I will just give it to Sadio Mane. If there is a second spot, I may go for Wilfred Zaha of Crystal Palace. Thanks, Ebrima. Here's Mahari Cham in the Gambia. No doubt that Liverpool Sadio Mane is Africa's most outstanding performer this season in the Premier League, even though teams like West Ham, Sunderland and the likes have more African contingents. But I think Liverpool Sadio Mane is the best player in the Premier League this season. These stats have been amazing this season. It's, it's just so unfortunate that Liverpool have missed his services on this crucial time of the, of the season. Well, thanks for your thoughts, Mahari. Uh, we heard from China, from Khalifa Sanyang, who also goes for Sadio Mane, saying without a doubt he's been the standout African player in England this season. Obina in Nigeria agrees, saying it's Mane by a country mile, although the likes of Victor Moses, Wilfred Zaha and Yaya Toure do deserve a mention. Uh, Fode and G in the Gambia says Mane's had a great season, but perhaps one player that's really caught my eye is the Crystal Palace winger Wilfred Zaha. 
He's turned around his game from a playful boy to a dangerous winger that will beat markers at any time with his deadly skills. On top of that, he's added goals and assists to his game. Therefore, Zaha is my best African player in the Premier League. I see him making another step up next season. Peter Bass, also in the Gambia, agrees, saying Zaha deserves it for me. And finally, two votes for a famous Ivorian, as Elhu Saine Toure in the Gambia says my best player of the year is Yaya Toure, and Noble Botamani in Malawi agrees, as saying the best African player in England is Yaya Toure. Well, thanks so much for all of those comments. Always great to hear from you. And this week we're asking, what do you think of Wilfred and Didi's contribution to Leicester City? No doubt a great debut season for the 20-year-old Nigerian. So tell us what you think of Didi's contribution at Leicester. Go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Or WhatsApp, send us a message to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Well, we stay with the English Premier League now as it continues with a thrilling, thrilling run-in. Going into the weekend's game, Chelsea with a four-point lead over Tottenham with only four games to go. Uh, Tottenham the first to play with a Friday night fixture that was scheduled against West Ham United. Uh, so, Stuart, uh, can anything now stop Chelsea from winning the league? Chelsea's next three games are home to Middlesbrough, away to West Brom and home to Watford. Well, you can't really see them dropping many points there. Tottenham are away to West Ham, home to Manchester United and away to Leicester City. And remember that Tottenham need to win all four remaining games and for Chelsea to drop four points in their four games, i.e. a defeat and a draw, and then Tottenham could win on goal difference. So it really does look like Chelsea. Now... The battle for third and fourth is tighter than ever. Liverpool played 35, have 69 points. Manchester City are three points behind, but with the game in hand. Manchester United, four points behind, but with the game in hand. And Arsenal are nine points behind, but with two games in hand. But that does mean that Arsenal are in danger of missing out on Champions League football for the first time in 18 years. And ironically, when Arsenal lost 2-0 at Tottenham, that confirmed that for the first time in 22 years, Tottenham would finish ahead of Arsenal. Now, Manchester United had two draws in four days at Manchester City and at home to Swansea. And I just want to mention one incident from the Swansea game. United were 1-0 up and considered a free kick just outside the penalty area. Seagerson equalised with a free kick, but just before it was taken, Ander Herrera went and stood on the goal line by the right-hand post, but De Gea sent him back into the wall, and Seagerson put the ball in the net exactly where Herrera had been standing. Now, Manchester United's next three games are away to Arsenal, away to Tottenham and away to Southampton. So there's no easy games there. Manchester City will play Crystal Palace, Leicester and West Brom, and that certainly looks a bit easier. But don't forget that City had to come from behind twice to salvage a draw against Middlesbrough, and that included getting a doubtful penalty. 
Liverpool's next games are against Southampton and West Ham. So there really is all to play for, and it's hard to choose between Liverpool, Manchester City and Manchester United, or even Arsenal, for the third and fourth places. Really is such an exciting English Premier League race this season. And uh, Stuart Sunderland, the first team to go down, uh, they were relegated last weekend with Tunisia's Wabi Kasri among their players. And that's a bit sad because they've had six African players playing quite regularly for them. Victor Anishibi, Nigeria. Didi Ngog from Gabon. Stephen Pinar, South Africa. Wabi Kizari, Tunisia, Lamine Kone, the Ivorian, and Dijoboji of Senegal. And, you know, these are all players who've been into double figures in the number of games they've played this year, and suddenly they're all now either looking for a new club or accepting that they will no longer be playing in the Premier League. Now, beyond that, it's two from three, two from Middlesbrough, Hull and Swansea, pretty much certain to go down. And given that Middlesbrough have still to play games against Chelsea, Southampton and Liverpool, it's quite hard to see where the points are going to come from. Now, they have got two African players, Arden Gidiora, the Algerian who signed from Watford in January, but he's actually yet to get a start. He's a few games off the bench only. And they also have Rudy Gisted from Benin, who signed from Aston Villa when Villa were relegated. And he's also struggled at Middlesbrough, only three starts and uh, about 11 games off the bench, but not really established himself there. Swansea City have got games coming up against Everton, Sunderland and West Brom. And I suppose you could see them picking up points there. Now, they've got Jordan Ayew from Ghana, who incidentally also left relegated Aston Villa. And, of course, Swansea have also got Murubaro from Gambia, who has been on loan at Leeds, but that loan has not gone well, and he's only had one start there. So, at the end of the season, I think we'll have to see whether Barrow is going to come back to Swansea, although it did seem that Paul Clement didn't really rate him, or whether he'll be going somewhere else. Now, Hull are currently two points ahead of Swansea and six ahead of Middlesbrough, and they probably look the most likely to stay up. Their next three fixtures are against Sunderland, Crystal Palace and Tottenham, and you could see them picking up points there. Now, they've got three Africans, Alfred Daye of Senegal, who's on loan from Villarreal, and he started 12 games since coming in the January window. And, of course, Omar Niassi, we've commented on before, another Senegal player, who signed from Everton, and he's played 14 games and scored four goals since that signing in, in the January window. And they've also got Dumessi Mbani. Now, he's slightly complicated, the uh, player from uh, DR Congo, because he's actually a Dynamo Kiev player, but he was most recently at Norwich City and left them when they were relegated last season. So there's three quite influential players from Africa in the Hull side, so we'll really be rooting for them, I think. Finally, Steve, on the subject of relegation, Crystal Palace need to hold on to Sam Allardyce, who looks to have kept them in the Premier League. Because in 2008, Sam Allardyce left Newcastle and they were relegated the following season. In 2011, he left Blackburn and 
they were relegated the following season. And, of course, you may remember that last season, Allardyce kept Sunderland in the Premier League, left at the end of the season, and a year later, Sunderland are relegated. I hope Crystal Palace are listening. All right, so um, will there be a repeat there? Maybe. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart. We'll see how things go in the English Premier League this weekend. A big mention for Burkina Faso star forward Bertrand Traore, getting two goals midweek for Ajax in their 4-1 Europa League semi-final first leg win over Lyon. Remember, Traore is on loan from Chelsea and played so well at the Africa Cup of Nations in Gabon for the Stallions earlier this year. He looks set to feature in the final of the Europa League. And the UEFA Champions League semi-final second legs are on next week. Probably going to be a Real Madrid against Juventus final after their big wins in the first legs of the semi-finals. Well, that's it for the show for this week. Our website is planetsportfootballafrica.com. On Twitter, we are at planetsportfa. And this week, we're asking, what do you think of Wilfred and Didi's contribution at Leicester City this season? Our WhatsApp number, plus 447955232780. That's plus 447955232780. From me, Steve Vickers in Harare, from Solomon Ashams in Johannesburg and Stuart Weir in the UK. Thanks a lot for listening and Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.